I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Welcome to Discover New Music. Joining me today, very special guest, uh, all the way from Australia. You know that one that's way down on the side and the and the water spins backwards? That area. Uh, anyway, that's not important. It's Winston McCall of Parkway Drive. Winston, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Brand new Parkway Drive out now. Darker still, the new album. I believe the seventh studio album. And here we are, Winston, on the precipice of 20 years of Parkway Drive, books, uh, DVDs, records, tours, from the beginning, the early days at the Parkway House. I love the story of where you guys <laughs> And now, uh, what's your biggest takeaway from all that? It, looking back. Oh, man. <laughs> looking back at half your life's existence being in a band, what do you take away from it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's just it's been a wild ride, to be honest. Like It's just like how quickly time goes and the fact that, man, 20 years has come around quick. Like it's fully, it's come around so quick. It's pretty insane to think that, yeah, like over, over half my existence on this planet has been spent doing this, this thing as Parkway. And it still seems like we're only just getting started, which is the the really, really crazy thing. Like putting out all of the things that you said and just rolling out like album number seven and, and still feeling like there's a, there's so much more to do and so much more music to create and play is a, I mean, it's a rad feeling. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty rad feeling to be honest, because I didn't think we ever would record a album, let alone 20 years worth of music. <laughs> um, and you know, what's crazy too, and bring that up as, as we kind of take this walk down memory lane, it's been pretty much the same lineup with you and Jeff mm. and Luke and Ben, uh, yeah. for these last 20 years, what is the key to that? Because most bands can't even come close to keeping it together for that long. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, the key to it was uh, basically just relentless drive. Like, we were all close growing up. We all went to high school together. We've known each other forever. I mean, when you grow up thinking you're going to have nothing in your life and you're presented with the opportunity to do something you enjoy and travel around the world, like, you kind of hold on to that as hard as you can that same drive has led us possibly, well, definitely into some very bad communication issues that we've only just figured out. Um, but that's, that's been the thing that's kept us together. Like it's a, it's a, it's a pretty nuts experience for, for anyone who's ever in a band, especially a touring band would know, like it's, it's a crazy way to live. It's a crazy way to see the world. And um, more often than not, the only people that kind of you connect with are the people that are in the van next to you. And like you either love them or hate them. And we really do care about each other. Um, and that's been the thing that's kind of kept us together because at the end of the day, like when we started this, we came from a bum town with like the highest unemployment rate in our country and no chance of a career or a job or anything like that. And all of a sudden someone's like, yo, you can go to the other side of the world and play music. You might not be able to make money off it, but you can do it. And you're like, Hey, at least I'm going to see that place over there. And then 20 years later, we have got a career out of it, which is nuts. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely kept us like survival has been something that's, that's tied us together. Well, uh, being from Australia, you guys know about survival because everything oh, yeah. you know in Australia, all right. Everything, everything. Yeah. 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 Dude, I got stories, man. I got stories. <laughs> in my research for this interview, I came across a photo uh, that was posted on Twitter. The first band photo in front of that Parkway house where you guys got your name yeah. from, from 2003. Do you know what photo I'm talking about? hundred percent know what it is. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah. It's so 2003 Winston. Yeah. Man. The hair and the necklaces. The and the oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the police there. 
Yeah, oh, dude, that's an iconic that photo. Yeah, that that house is still there. Like it's it's Ben's parents' house, and he's like he's still there. Like he was, I'm pretty sure he um he jammed like out all this stuff for this tour at that house. So it still exists. <laughs> the street sign doesn't exist. That's stolen a million times over. But yeah. the house is still. <laughs> love it well uh if you guys ever want to recreate that photo i highly recommend it and for anyone else who was in high school around that time like i was it'll make you feel like you're looking at a photo of your friends because it's just Dude, insane. <laughs> we laugh now but that was actually floated as a concept for the next promo photo for us oh my god i love it <laughs> years, let's take a flashback photo man yeah uh, all right. Well, let's talk new stuff here, uh, because you said something really interesting uh, at the beginning of this interview. You know how here we are 20 years later, but you still feel like there's room to grow. And with this new album, Darker Still and the audio evolution, where does this stand in the audio evolution of the band and what you're doing? Oh, it's, it's definitely the furthest step forward we've taken. Like the entire evolution of the band has been steps into the unknown from like from the day we started. It was like a bunch of like punk and hardcore kids going let's try and write some metal stuff <laughs> so that was already like a step out of out of our comfort zone and it's been a constant process of, of that but this this album was like this was the album we wrote with no restraints and possibly the concept of no future like when we wrote this we're locked in australia the idea of like live music is dead and buried we're like we there's a possibility that we only ever get to create one more album so what do you want to do do you want to do something which you've done before or do you want to just like look into the unknown and go, we're going over there and we're going to try and do something completely different, which we've, we've never even tried. So it was basically just completely based around everything that we love and everything that we've wanted to do, which we also have never had the time or had constraints put on us in terms of like any, any mental blocks or anything to be able to create. And that's what went into doing this. It was just focus on the imagination and bringing that, bringing that forward. So you end up with a much more diverse album than, than anything we've put down before. It was very, very, very calculated and very designed in its, um, in its branching out from the, the, the core of what this, where this band first started. So a swan song-esque album, but luckily not the swan yeah. song album. That's it. A hundred percent. It was like, it was the, it was the album you write at the end of the world. And then luckily it wasn't the end of the world. That's that, that's, was a really cool thing, but that was the way we, we approached it. We're like, no excuses. Like, no, you, you have no excuse not to create what should be something quite defining for you. Oh my God, this, this is like a whole new breath of life. But at the same point in time, we got this very unique experience to create like a very unique set of, set of circumstances in which to create the actual album. So would you, would you say it was very cathartic as an artist and, and almost that reset for you guys and, and the writing process, the creating process? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like it was, it was totally unique, not only like as a really good outlet to deal with what was going on at that point in time. Cause it was like, it was, everyone's gone through a degree of fear and darkness and change uh, um, uh, like the likes of which no one's ever dealt with before is obviously going to find its way into an album and I mean it's called Darker Still geez <laughs> but at the, at the same time like when you're talking just about the way you write music like generally we're, we, you're so locked into like a, a tour right tour right schedule where you like you're you're away until an album cycle's done and then you you create something new and then you create something new to tour again that when that is disconnected and the chain is completely gone from that way of thinking um and all the muscle memory is bled out from like playing shows for a thousand nights in a row um all of a sudden you're left with a very very clear slate 
um, and you couple that with everything else that's going on. And it, it really is like, it comes down to the imagination and the emotion connecting together, which is a, like, I really can't imagine another situation will ever have something like this happen to us. So yeah. I love it, man. Well, if that doesn't get you excited to pick up the record, I don't know why. <laughs> Madison Solid Rock 941 JJO and JJO Discover New Music. Our guest this week is Winston McCall of Parkway Drive talking to us about their new release, Darker Still. Do you uh, maybe have a favorite track on the album, one that really speaks to you? I know that's that's kind of a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, though. The one that I'm most proud of is the one that I don't think anyone suspected we could make, which is literally the title track, which is a ballad. So, like, it's like a seven-minute, like, ballad, which involves, like, basically no aggressive vocals on my behalf, like three guitar solos. Like, it's it's closer to, like, Guns N' Roses and Metallica <laughs> than it is to Hatebreed, <laughs> which is which is nuts. But, like, for us, like, that was a very big thing to to, to drag those classic influences that we've all had um, as, as people through our musical journey into the Parkway Drive sphere and create our version of that. Because for me, I'm like, well, this is... This is a true statement of how far we've managed to 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 journey from like those first original roots to to where we currently are. So yeah, that 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 holds a, a big place in my heart. I love all the all the songs on the album, to be honest. Like it is one of those things where you're like, I just love them all. I don't have a favorite. But to be honest, I'm most proud of that one. <laughs> uh so now are we gonna see like a uh a super long music video, Axel Rose ask where you're swimming with dolphins and doing oh. <laughs> I love that you went for the swimming with dolphins rather yeah. than slash, like walking out of the church. <laughs> no, no. So I see you, but in Central Australia, so maybe sharks will get you in there. You'll jump off a big boat and yep. swim the sharks. I oh, love it. I'm, I'm fully down for that. I'm fully down for that. <laughs> but that like that slash reference was completely it. Like when 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 it finally hits the middle section of that song and Jeff like starts wailing, I was like, when he wrote that, I'm like. This this is the section where you have to walk out of the church like Slash and play in the desert somewhere. That's what this has to evoke. It can be nothing less. So, yeah, if that involves me swimming with sharks and dolphins, I'm fully down for that. Axel me up. <laughs> Shirtless, of course, at some point. We'll, we'll make it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you know, talking about this and, and seeing this new side and exploring new no. sides. Is that nerve wracking as an artist? Cause you're like, Oh God, someone's good. The fans are going to hear this and they're not going to like it. And there they go. Or do you just kind of have to bury those thoughts? No, we, we, well, it's not that it's buried. It's just more an acknowledgement of why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I'm, I, I love that people have connected with our music. Like honestly, the most shocking thing for us has always been, Oh my God, you, you care about what we do. Wow. That's incredible. Like the only, the only quality gauge we've ever held in this band has been, do we enjoy making it? Do we enjoy listening to it? Do we enjoy playing it? If it just ticks those boxes, that's it. Because we know there's no, like, there's nothing else behind it. There's no like money grab or anything like that. Like (laughs) it's, 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 it's a very honest process behind it. So we just really stick to that. And when it comes to writing anything, and I think after all these years of, being in this band and people listening to our music, we've come to just trust the fact that if people like the music, they're going to give it the time to actually try and understand what we're going for. And if they still don't click with it, Hey man, that's cool. It's just music. It's not the end of the day, but if they do click with it, that's great. I like, I really admire the fact that I I think our fan base these days, especially are not the kind of fans that will just hear something different and go never listening to you ever again. They will, they will, endeavor to understand why we make the choices that we make which is really like that's a big luxury we're very very grateful to be to be provided that 
I love it, man. Well, uh, congratulations on the brand new album, Darker Still, available now from Parkway Drive. Go get it, add it to your collection, and then go see them on tour. If you've never seen Parkway Drive uh, live, it's exhausting. I'm not going to lie. I can't, I can't handle it anymore. It's you, like, I'm good for a few songs. Then I got to get back with my beer and I just, yeah. all right, good. I need a breather. Cause it's intense. It is intense. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only getting reminded of that now. This is our first tour back uh, after COVID and I'm looking out at the crowd and I'm like, Oh my God, what am I putting you guys through? Like, I'm really glad there's seating <laughs> options at the shows these days. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, especially for the people that have been with you since 2003, man, they're, they're getting That's up. That's it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't reserve seating if you've been here longer than 10 years. <laughs> That's right. There's a breather section. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. And, and congrats guys, 20 years and the brand new album. Go get it. Like we said, darker still from Parkway drive. Love it. And super excited to hear more. Well, before I let you, go um i usually do a rapid fire but since you're from australia i gotta take advantage of that i gotta milk that for all it's worth so yes i want to do australian slang with winston mccall can we do that can we do that of course we can what do you what do you want all right so i'm gonna give you the slang and you're gonna give us the american version oh, of what it, right what okay, it okay, okay 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 yeah all right so let's start simple barbie oh grill cookout uh yeah let's just go with it go with it go with either one of those grill a grill or a cookout like it's a barbecue but i think you guys i mean it's it's probably slightly messier barbecue in australia (laughs) (laughs) and i and of course we all know are you do you never want to hear put another shrimp on the barbie ever again it's a prawn it's a bloody prawn like, I don't know where the word shrimp came from, but I've never heard any, like a shrimp is someone who's very, very short in Australia. Oh, okay. So put You're a bloody a, shrimp. Put another prawn on the Barbie. That's yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. The uh, correct look, term. We got two on there. That's great. Okay. Uh, this one I really like, Akadaka. Oh, oh my, yeah, come on. If you haven't figured this one out yet, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't the rest of the world use this? No, Man, no one Come on, ACDC, Akadaka. You, you know where I learned that <laughs> Greatest from? Greatest rock band in history. Pepper, I love it. Uh, you know where I learned that from? Is from a movie called Thunderstruck that was filmed in Australia about a group of guys in a band that travel to see Bon Scott's grave. And they said Akadaka. And I'm like, what are they talking about? And then I, I learned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Educational. Educational academic and turn it up. Uh, yeah. What about this one? Uh, no wuckas. Oh, no. <laughs> am I? Hey, I'm wondering if I can put the curse word in the middle of there. No sure, wuckas. No worries. Yeah, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be no f- worries, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's Australian and it doesn't have that in the middle, then um, most Australian sentences and most Australian slang has a curse word thrown in there at some point. It sounds less curseish because you have the Australian accent that goes with it. But yeah, no worries. No wackers, mate. I love it. It just sounds, right. It's fun yeah. when you say it. Uh, what about a dunny? What's a dunny? <laughs> uh, dunny. The dunny is the toilet, the thunderbox. Yeah. Got to go to the dunny. <laughs> Chuck a piss. I, I think uh, I think Thunderbox is probably more. I think that's my favorite one right there. Thunderbox that's- is great. Like that's that's proper real Australian slang. Like oh, Dunny is just just everyday Australian talk. Yeah, Thunderbox is proper slang. Uh, well, now if I ever go, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like a local when I say, "Hey, where's yeah, your Thunderbox?" 
I gotta, I gotta do my business. <laughs> All right. Last one, because I didn't believe this was a real thing. Uh, so you're going to confirm nor deny or deny it. Budgie smugglers. hundred percent real. hundred oh percent real. Budgie smugglers. Um, oh, what would be the American term? Uh, speedos. Yeah. <laughs> speedos. Yeah. <laughs> so they're also known in Australia as dick stickers, uh, budgie smugglers, budgie smugglers mainly because it looks like you got like a, a budgie like tucked down the front of your pants, <laughs> down the front of these speedos. So, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I love your language. It's a beautiful language, and uh, you know what? I think I'm just gonna have you like read to me at night. That's all I want. Oh, That's all I want. Sophistication is the key of our country. <laughs> all right well there you go australian slang with winston mccall of parkway drive uh thank you so much for humoring me and again congratulations my friend darker still the latest album out now thank you on tour and uh, congrats guys on 20 years it's awesome man oh my pleasure thank you that was the greatest section i've ever done uh, good. <laughs> good. I'm good. Right. thanks again man i appreciate it thank you awesome this is the jjo discover new music podcast Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.